the college football experience LSU Tigers season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and download the app today. Brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. LSU tiger season preview. Hold that tiger. Hold that tiger. We tigers. Uh, my name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, and we got third man in the booth. This guy, I mean, this is the first time we've done the three man episode with, but he's he's a regular on the college experience, and you better believe that's going to happen more frequently as college football and college basketball heats up. He is a North Carolina A and T alum. Writes a ton of great content over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com, part of the SGPN network. College football analyst and college basketball analyst Terrell Furman Jr. How you doing, Terrell? Yes, sir. Hey, it's glad to be here. Glad to be in the same presence as the man, the myth, the legend himself, Patty C. So hey, yeah, let's brother. get it. LSU. Exactly. And, and, and to talk, you know, the last time pre COVID the last real champion, because last year, I think a lot of teams will say we could put an asterisk next to it. I don't know if I buy into that, but people say that. So look, and I got this clip. Go Tigers at Orgeron. Look, five and five seasons. I just want to get him a throat lozenge. <laughs> I just like I just want to get him a freaking cough drop. Like, don't ever take this out. <laughs> Whenever Hey, man, we were keep we, this hitting all the time. Me and Kramer were talking in the studio, or maybe it might have been Kramer. Might have been you, Patty C. About if there was a Royal Rumble of college football coaches, <laughs> right? <laughs> now because before I thought Charlie Strong, but now that he's out. At, at at South Florida, you got to make the case that Coach O might walk away. You might we talking walk away. SEC only. Are we talk. I don't know. I mean, just in general. I when I first we, think, 
when I we first talking only head coaches. <laughs> yeah, only head coaches. Only, oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I got my man's Antonio Pierce over there. He might oh, have something to right. say in that's there. Right. Yeah, that's he might have right. That's right. That's right. It well, I mean, first off, they're in a little scrutiny, so <laughs> I, I, I like Antonio Pierce, but it seems this COVID thing might be a big issue. Where's Antonio Pierce? He's at? the DC at uh, at Arizona State. He's like the assistant head coach. Okay, he's yeah, really basically. kind of the head coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think he's propelling towards a head coaching job. At least that's what he's trying to get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, a Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you this, man. Coaches in, uh, oh, the position coaches. You get some of those strength yeah. coaches, man, that are just insane. <laughs> <Game> over. <laughs> <laughs> and but, then imagine the strength coach that's been there for 50 years. And he's like really this old scrawny look running man running to the ring. <laughs> uh, so look, here we are LSU five and five season after, after an undefeated, just, just r- really whooped everyone's ass two years ago, last year, five and five and kind of fortunate to be five and five. If that Florida player doesn't throw that guy's cleat 15 yards, they don't get in field goal range to win that game. They probably go four and six. I know I don't want to say the seat's hot because he just won a national championship the last, you know, full season that we had. Um, but wh- what was your take on last season? I'll go through both of you guys. Patty, see you first. What, what was your take on LSU? Cause I have some stats. I want to rattle off at you. This team I'll go in more in position by position in a minute, but in my opinion, they have two of the best corners in college football for sure. Absolutely. The best corner in college football. Yeah. And uh, in Derek Stingley Jr., they also have Eli Ricks, and they were dead last in passing defense. It's almost an outlier. It's like, how the fuck does that even happen? How does that happen? DBU does not finish dead last in fucking pass defense. You got two of the best cornerbacks in the nation. Was every play a tight end drag? I don't understand it. What, like, I'm sitting here reviewing my numbers, and I'm just like, what? This doesn't make. You have Derek Stingley Jr. Well, in their defense, uh, Stingley Jr. didn't play last year. Oh, so that's right. They, that's they right. Rocking, that's right. Yeah, he he opted out the COVID season, so they were just rocking Eli Ricks and a bunch of other guys last year. Uh, but still, it's LSU. Yeah, you, you yeah, mean, that's tough. The next guy is I, I can't believe I did, I completely forgot about Stingley Jr. sitting out last year. Um, and, and, and to what you said against Mississippi State, pretty much every play was a drag because they I were mean, going man. Every play was just a, yeah. <laughs> run them vertical and run a guy underneath. <laughs> 500 times <laughs> Kylan Hill breaking off 80 yard touchdown catches. Um, I mean, uh, but still, I mean, yeah, you're right. I should highlight that. And I can't believe I forgot that Stingley jr. Didn't play last year, but still Rick's you got a ten. I mean, this is LSU. Everyone in your secondary is a four or five star. Yeah. How the fuck are you 127? There was only 127 teams that played last year in pass defense. Uh, now, obviously, Bo Pelini, he got fired, and rightfully so, because I feel like you could put me at defensive coordinator after half a bottle of whiskey, and I'd be like, guard the pass. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, uh, look, also, Scott Linehan, passing coordinator last year, fired. Both coaches that came in for one season, he got rid of them. And. I don't know. I mean, I, I, in a way I'm like, well, they didn't have spring ball, but then at the same time, it's like, dude, you can't be that bad at, at, at LSU when you have that much talent, but let's, let's get into this here. Um, I, I I'm confused on, on what they're going to do offensively. I, I think Max Johnson should be who they go with. I understand miles Brennan at quarterback has more experience, but to me, the team looked better with Max Johnson. 
I know this is probably going to be settled in camp, but I've heard reporters say that Orgeron's leading Miles Brennan, which already scares me. It scares me. Now they have a stud wide receiver in Kashan Boutte, a famous Boutte. Mark, I'm assuming he's related to Mark Boutte. Um, all five offensive linemen are back. Your running backs back in Davis Price. I all the, I'm I, I you look at the offense just saying how can this offense be bad now last season 39th in a scoring offense in the country 109th in rushing LSU 109th in <laughs> rushing boy less miles days are gone uh 15th in passing 35th overall I who do you think I mean did you guys watch them last year you like Max Johnson you like Brennan you th- I think it's crazy to start Brennan I think Johnson the offense flowed better through Johnson I thought I thought TJ Finley was the best one I saw I mean his stats definitely aren't five touchdowns five interceptions no, I thought but, Johnson was the best one I saw but I, and that's crazy that we're all three because I thought Brennan was the best <laughs> one I saw so <laughs> let's let's break this down <laughs> oh yeah I mean I mean I don't know but I can tell you that. I mean the passing offense of 15th in the nation. I guess we shouldn't complain about the quarterback play. It's probably more so what the hell happened running the ball. Returning all five offensive linemen are key cuz the offensive line wasn't that good last year. If they just make a jump up, maybe maybe LSU will just be, you know, uh, a, 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 a unstoppable offense. Um defensively, eight starters back on defense. Now like I said, I hit on this 98th in scoring defense, 67th against the rush. 127th dead last against the pass, but overall 124th in yardage given up. That's third worst in the country at LSU at LSU. They return all four starters on the D line. They return two or three in the secondary. They get getting Stingley back is huge. And then yeah, obviously Eli Ricks is back, but they're breaking in two new safeties. But once again, this should be, well, part of that you have to say is Playing all of their games in the SEC West essentially last year. No, it wasn't SEC West though. They they played. They played I mean, they haven't yeah. played exclusively it was a the SEC West, SEC. but having the majority of their games being the most explosive division in football right now, probably with Alabama, A and M, uh, Ole Miss. But would you say A and M's explosive? Because I, I don't think of them as an explosive offense. I think they're a good offense. I don't think they're. Necessary. I do too. I think they're a good run offense. Right. But when yeah. when one of the Halfway down the list, you're still missing pretty good it, offenses. Yeah, Ole Miss, Alabama. Yeah, I don't know if I would have called Auburn's offense very good last year. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> and Mississippi State. My Leach is our boy. That offense but, wasn't on. That I mean, he didn't have spring ball to put the air raid in. So, that, and so the, but to the point is that you know. The SEC is is deemed the pinnacle of all football. When you think college football, you say you know. You ask anybody who's the best football conference. It's the SEC. The SEC has the biggest players. SEC has the best players. SEC is always going to be. So if you have a completely all SEC schedule, you know they those four wins that that's pretty coincides with maybe what three or four uh, non conference games that they win or so. So it, that's that that record kind of coincides with what they do. But it's just that last year was such an anomaly for them. We, we did not expect to see LSU look as bad as they looked last year. And but a lot of that came on the defensive side of the ball where they just couldn't get together. But they, the sec also helped them out. They gave them from cross division, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina. So yeah. like and, I, Vanderbilt and South Carolina, you can mix in ran two group of fives. I feel like, and that would have been for last year. I mean, Carolina's had some good teams before, but last year they weren't very good. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's just hard to really. I we just me and Patty. I mean, C- that's, that's where all their offense came from is against the SEC East. They scored 41, 41 and fifty two in those three games cross division. Yeah, and they lost to Missouri. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, to they lost that yeah. game. But uh, and that was the one Miles Brennan went down in too. Miles Brennan had a pretty good game in that game for they lost. Uh, uh, yeah. I I think it's I think it last year has to it has to be an anomaly. It like it's at the point where if you're absolute dog shit, if you're absolute trash, there is nowhere but up. Absolutely nowhere but up. And a four and six season, I say four and six because I think they should have lost that Florida game. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, a four or six season, five and five season is complete dog shit for LSU. Like absolutely the bottom of the worst. So I think it's nowhere but up. Like they can't do anything but get better. Yeah. Especially with the uh the pieces that they got in the transfer portal to add to that linebacking core. Uh I know the transfer from um Clemson is joining that squad now. Yeah. They got a really good guy out of JUCO as well. Uh Navante Strong. Bring, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, strong. And then you bring uh Derek Stingley back into the fold. If he comes back and looks like the looks like the guy who we, he was beforehand, and you know the uh, possibly top ten, top top ten, top fifteen NFL draft pick that we know him to be, this defense is going to just absolutely turn things around, and then it's just going to be, hey, can we get the quarterback play? Can we get the uh, offensive play from this staff just to you know keep us afloat? Yeah, uh, a couple. They went and got a couple coaches that really haven't. Proven a lot. Anything. For, yeah. But, <laughs> but look, getting, they got, they, they did go in the transfer portal. They got major Bur- uh, burns, a safety from Georgia. Um, now they did lose CJ Finley, but yeah, Mike Jones jr. A four-star the, from, from Clemson. They got a lot of burn at Clemson. So I think that, yeah, I mean, everything makes sense here. Now let's, let's, let's dive into this schedule and try to understand what, I mean, I don't know. I, there, there, we just did an episode, me and Patty C were we were talking about the 10 storylines in college football. And I said, who is LSU is one of mine, because I just, I, I just can't put, uh, they look incredibly talented. When you look, when you go position by position, you're like, ah, oh, this team's going to be really good. Yeah. And then you look at last year's performance. You say, what, you know, like h- how, how did that happen? Um, let's, let's hop in. The wind total is at eight and a half. Um, let's, let's check out the schedule because LSU fans are going to hate me. I've been down to Baton Rouge. I've partied with them. I love <laughs> that experience. I'll gladly do that at any time, but I'm calling for an upset week one. No, absolutely. At, this is, I'm calling it now. Like where, what, what is today? I've been saying this already, but we'll time it today as July, July 8th, July 9th. Whenever you hear this podcast, <laughs> just know that Really rail is telling you UCLA is is covering and they're winning outright. I they agree. Are going and, to do it. And my my logic here is first off, cross country trips for anybody, especially uh normally when the Pac-12 plays a home power five uh in, on the West Coast, they have a very good record. Uh ask AM the last time they played it in, in Westwood. Um and then you add in the fact that UCLA plays a game week zero. Against Hawaii, who's actually—I mean, look—I know it's Hawaii. It's it's a group of five, but they're actually pretty decent. So get to work out the kinks week one. Then LSU, you know, LSU will have probably their fans travel, and they probably will have more fans than than UCLA. But I just think UCLA is going to in a great spot to catch them. I got UCLA in the upset. Patty C, your thoughts? Well, first game ever between these two teams. Looking at uh, LSU's all-time head-to-head uh, matchups. 
only a handful of teams they've ever had a losing record or that they currently have a losing record against. And the m- most of those are blue bloods. So I'm sure UCLA would love to join that list. Um, you, UCLA returning the most out of any school in the nation, in the power five, that's in the power a nice five. stat yeah. to have and to have that uh, week zero game to warm up. Yeah. Two things really working for them. Um, and then the other thing that uh, we touched on just briefly, uh, Jake Pete's coming over as the, uh, from the quarterbacks coach uh, for the Carolina Panthers as the new offensive coordinator has never worked as an offensive coordinator before. And uh, Durante Jones hasn't worked as a defensive coordinator since Bowie state in 2009. So not exactly high level shout out Bowie state <laughs> defensive coordination state. going on there. So um, look, massive question marks to be both in their first game, really calling uh, plays. Presumably, I think that it, there's just too much of a question mark, and with the recruiting LSU is way ahead of them. But it didn't matter last year, did it? So I, I think I'm with you guys. I think I'm. I'm oh, and so is it even yes. an upset? We got three people. <laughs> it, I think a, they're catching four and a half at home. Yeah, and there's their home opener in their second game of the season against LSU. No way you don't get up for LSU. Uh, we'll be at this game, me and Patty C. So uh, I will say this though: when you talk about two fan bases, you couldn't have a more polar opposite uh, <laughs> fan experience. LSU is notorious for everyone being blacked out on a fifth of uh, whiskey or whatever before yeah. the game to themselves. And uh, we went to UCLA, Colorado, what, two years yeah. ago? Yeah. It was a fucking one well, third it, full it's stadium. It's also like an hour and a half, like on a from b- on a busy Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. It'll take you about an hour, hour and a half yeah. to get to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Do you think LSU will fill out half the stadium? Yes, here? I do. Probably. I do. Yeah. Um, Even still. I'm, I'm on UCLA. All of us. NC Nick. Yeah. He's not in here in studio, but he also is on UCLA. He's kind of the, yeah. the most of all of us. Um, week two, McNeese State. Cody Orgeron against Ed Orgeron. The head, uh, the quarterback of McNeese State is Cody Orgeron, son of the coach. I wonder if he does him a favor. Uh, I mean, this is this this is. This I don't is, think he's gonna need to do it. Okay. Who knows you better than your old man? Like, come on, <laughs> nobody nobody knows your game better than your dad. Your dad's seen your game all your life, yo. He's not gonna make it easy on this guy, especially after they just got their ass handed to him by UCLA. Yeah, uh, th- th- this game it's a blowout. Next up, Central He's Michigan. He's just sending the house at his son every play. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the classic Coach O move if he like knocked out his son. Yeah, send like a just a safety blitz. That's right. Just you know, boom, <laughs> boom, put it like one of these ballers right old in his school, fucking grill. Uh, old school parenting right there. <laughs> do you know? Do you know the unlimited amount of jokes that I would get off? Like for the rest of time, <laughs> Ed Orgeron knocked his son out of the game. That would be one of the best. Yeah. I mean, I I, 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 I signed me up for watching that just because of this. Right. Um, so Central Michigan after that in, in Baton Rouge, I think Central Michigan will probably end up a bowl team. But this is the Mac going down to Baton Rouge. It ain't, it ain't happening. All right. Assuming mm-hmm. Ed Orgeron's lit a fire under their ass in the off season, this should be a fifty plus point yeah. win. Two and one. And then they're at Mississippi State, and I'm very curious what we are doing here. <laughs> Patty C, where are you going? Ooh, this is a tough game. I I don't think uh, I think there's going to be enough of a rebound. I mean, the word hangover is what they used after the 15 and 0 going to five and five. One of the worst hangovers we've ever seen. I think there is enough of a recovery here that they get it. But the fact that it's in Starkville. And, and don't sleep on how good that defense was for Mississippi State last year. Zach Arnett doing a great job. And if if 
if Leach can just get Will Rogers, who played in the Air Raid in high school, he made that transition from Costello to Rogers late in the year last year. If they and he didn't get spring ball, I mean, uh, let's 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 call out the facts here. The Air Raid is is based on timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't get spring ball, and you just got a shortened camp, and you're going KJ Costello. I and they and they beat but, LSU. <laughs> yeah, but to think so, if we think about what the air raid is and what you're essentially saying with when you implore the air raid office is that I don't give a fuck. My receivers are better than your corners. At the end of the day, I know that I can throw it up. My receivers are better than your corners. I don't know if I can sit here and say that Mississippi State receivers are better than these LSU. Yeah, corners I'm right not going to say that. <laughs> I think you can definitively yeah. say they're not. But yeah, I, so I just I even though I like Mississippi State, I think that if I had to pick a team outside of Alabama to win the SEC West on some fluke craziness, it would be Mississippi State at the crazy odds that you'll probably get them at. But I like LSU in this game. I think LSU is on a tear and. uh they're really, they're really gonna bounce back from that week one loss and just keep rolling, like just roll. So I, I like this defense against that air raid offense, and I think that they're gonna hand it to them in a tight game. Interesting fact for you: this is LSU's most played game in the history of their program by wow. a significant amount. Well, kind of rivals here. In, interesting fact for you: I'm on Hale State and my boy Mike Leach. <laughs> uh, you can all go into Stark Vegas and and look. I can tell you this. I'd be very interested to see what quarterbacks start in this game because I think Zach Arnett's going to be able to dial up a defense to mess with this LSU offense. Uh, give me, give me Hale State in an upset, twenty-seven, twenty-four. It's going to be a tight game, but give me LSU. Okay, so you yeah, got, I'll take LSU as well, tight one. You guys got them three and one. I got them two and two. Home to Auburn. I don't. I was. I did my Auburn podcast. Go check that out, guys, if you haven't li- listened to that. And I d- completely forgot that Auburn hasn't won in Baton Rouge in twenty years. So I'm not going to take that now. <laughs> I'm on LSU beating Auburn in Baton Rouge. Patty C. Well, I am going to take it now because uh, the game was played last year and Auburn won 48 to 11. So well, Gus Malzahn's in Orlando now. Yeah, well, Brian Harson's a good coach. And uh, I don't know that there's a ton of drop off there, but that is a good point. I don't know. You do, you make a good point, but Auburn, Auburn wasn't great last year either. They had their hiccups, but the score is what the score was 48 to 11. Come on. You're on over. All on right. Auburn. Uh, Terrell. No, man, I'm still rolling with LSU. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the first year head coach is going to go break a 20 year streak at <laughs> LSU. Even though, even though I did call for South Carolina, to break a crazy streak against Auburn last season, but Auburn is just dog shit, man. Auburn is not good. Like yeah. they're just, I don't know how long it's going to take for us just to admit that Auburn is just not a good football team. Like they're just not good right now. And I don't know if Bo Nix is exactly the answer they need and they just need a whole culture change. And I don't think that um, old boy can get it done in year one. If you're Brian Harson, do you start TJ Finley? <laughs> LSU's quarterback last year. Yeah, I think, I think by that, that point in the season, he might not have no choice, but to start Finley. <laughs> Rub a little salt. I don't know. I mean, look, the game, the last two times they played uh, decided by one and three points respectively. Uh, before in Baton Rouge, uh, no, oh, uh, the pr- two previous years before COVID, before last year. Okay, yeah. so, so I so mean, last, it's okay. it's a it's a close game. The last time it was in Baton Rouge was twenty three twenty, a three point LSU win. 
It's not like it's a, some house of horrors. That was Auburn. on a that was on a very questionable pass interference. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I was remember on watching that game. Pass yeah, that was a, that was a very lucky penalty so, in that I game. Think, and then think about Auburn's schedule too. Uh, Auburn could possibly be four and zero going into this game, three and one at the worst. But they get Akron, Alabama State, Penn State, Georgia State. Oh, the before that, will so be there. Yeah, oh. they're gonna. Everybody's gonna be. Matter of fact, no, I'm all over LSU, man. Everybody's gonna <laughs> think Auburn is a great team. Everybody's gonna think Auburn is a great team at this point. I don't know. Even the 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 AP might have had them ranked at some point, thinking that they're better than what they are. Yeah, all over LSU. <laughs> uh, okay, then the the following week they are at Kentucky, and I'm gonna say this: between Mississippi State or Kentucky, they're losing one of those. They're gonna go one and one on the road here. So since I chose Hale State. I got them beating Kentucky, but I, to me, they're going to lose. I think the last time they played in Lexington, they lost. If memory serves me correct, um, this is a tricky game. I think Will Levis, the Penn State transfer, coming into Kentucky, the one thing Kentucky couldn't do a season ago was throw the football. They couldn't move the football, and I think Levis was impressive in what we saw at Penn State. So if he can just come in and they can just find any bit of an air attack, uh, I think Kentucky could be a, a, a player this year. Yeah, what's your thoughts? Are you guys you guys going LSU? They haven't played in a while, but Kentucky has completely dominated this series. I am going LSU here. Wait, Kentucky has dominated the series? Or uh, LSU's really? LSU's oh. completely <laughs> done. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm about to say that's a stat for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, but I think the last time they played Kentucky in Lexington, I'm saying. The last time they went to Lexington, they took an L, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was tw- 2007. 30, How are they in the same conference? It's been 14 years since they played in Lexington. What the hell's going on? It's ridiculous. Um, uh, I'm going. I'm going LSU here, but I think they're like I said, they're going to go one and one in that stretch. If if you you um, you guys have them beating Mississippi State, they're going to lose one of those away games. Oh, you're you're going to lose one of those away games. Uh. Ah. It makes sense. I just can't. I don't know how I'm saying LSU doesn't have two losses by this point in the schedule, but. I don't know. I don't think it's Kentucky. I don't, I don't think maybe they get to a hot start in the season. I don't think it's Kentucky. I'm, five I'm and still one. rolling. So five and one, I'm you got five and one right now. Jesus okay. Christ. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me reevaluate. this. <laughs> ah, it's not Kentucky. It's not Kentucky. All they're right. going to go in there and they're going to beat Kentucky. I think uh, if miles Brennan is quarterback, I think they'll definitely beat Kentucky. I think miles Brennan is more than we give him is better than what we give him credit for. He had a freakish injury that, you know, they named a procedure after him because the injury was just so odd. Uh, I think he comes back and, (laughs) and has a chip on their shoulder that they're even considering giving this job to uh, Johnson. So yeah, I think Miles Brennan can get them to a five. Line it up, he says. I'm trying to get my own injury name. All right, you Nicole know, Dan, the be Lou Gehrig disease. Pulling your dick way too hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> <laughs> Peroni's disease when it wraps around your back. <laughs> uh, I got him at four and two. You got him at four and two, Petty Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Then they're home to the Gators of Florida, which by then, I think if you want to play Florida, you want to play them out the gates. I think by this point. That offense, Mullen, Mullen's a good offensive coordinator. There's no yeah. doubt in to me mm-hmm. that that the Gators will be able to to, to find a way to uh, to to get Emory Jones, you know, slinging that rock around. Um, I, what are we doing here, guys? I think Florida gets revenge. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm all over Florida. I think that uh, too late in the season for them to play Florida. I think Florida probably had a rocky start to the season. And then LSU is just way overhyped at this point being a five and one team. So uh, I think this is definitely the spot Florida catches them sleeping at home. Yeah. 
and it's not that Florida can't go into LSU and win. They've done it a couple times before. And I mean, this is like a coin, a coin toss, right? This is going to be, these yeah. games are crazy. They are crazy. Yeah. In fact, uh, wasn't it the throw the ball over the back of your head game? And I think the, no, the fade in the corner was, that was Auburn, but the throw the ball over the back of the head. Was by it? The, I thought the fade in the, yeah, definitely one. I mean, I, all those games are crazy. Yeah. Every, every year last year when he, th- the, the guy throws the guy's cleat 20 yards and they, it, that gives him a 15 yard penalty yeah. and they kick a 55 yard field goal to win or whatever. Like we will have entertainment in this game. I think Florida is a step ahead at this point. I'm going to say this, they get Florida and at LA or and at Ole Miss next, right? Yeah. I got them going one and one in that stretch. I don't know if it's going to be Florida. I don't know if it's going to be Ole Miss. I got them one and one in that stretch. I'll roll with you on that. Yeah. I got the same. Okay. So, so, so I think Terrell still has them one six and two. Yeah. We're, they're six and two for me. And I got them at uh, five and three. They get a bye week and then they're at Bama. Patty C, you said they're going to beat Bama by two touchdowns this year, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bryce, Bryce. By the way, remember what happened last year or two years ago? When when Burrow was there and they went in Tuscaloosa and and the whole team hey, went, went, went said, down to their recruits yeah. and Orgeron went down there and said we're the team to beat now. Oh, he said this is our field now. If I'm not mistaken. Well, look, and that's why last year when they played Bama, there was a Dundee special right there, pick Dundee play because 55-17 was the final score. And I got news for you. I don't think Saban's forgotten that still two years ago. Mm. I think this year they're going to roll them again. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be really bad. <laughs> like, it's gonna be really to bad. Uh, yeah. So, so that puts me at then uh, what? I'm at uh, five and four, five and four right now. Now here comes the good news: they get Arkansas and Louisiana Monroe next. I think they win both those. I mean, who, I scheduled, who scheduled this Louisiana Monroe? <laughs> yeah, seriously, why couldn't uh, they play Lafayette? The, why couldn't yeah. they play Louisiana Lafayette with Levi Lewis? Right. That's the same shit as fucking Alabama playing New Mexico State the same week. Like, <laughs> I hate it. Just, I hate it, man. We just yeah, the week before. So the week before Alabama plays New Mexico State, now LSU plays Louisiana Monroe. Like, are we just gonna be bored in the month of, of November? Well, that's the that's what's hilarious is the the playoff committee says well winning in November means more than than winning in October and September, and I'm like, well, wait. Oh, oh, bet. All right, so let's schedule all the easy teams. Yeah, I'm like, well, Flor- they're gonna really like us. Florida plays Samford on November 13th. A and M plays Prairie View A and M on November 20th. Uh, the, uh, Georgia gets Charleston Southern on November 20th, and Bama gets New Mexico State on November 13th. What? What's happening? I hope, I hope you know? one of them loses those that game. I hope one of them loses one of those games. <laughs> it's never gonna that happen. Would just, that would make my that would make my day if one just one of them lost one of those Dude, games. Dude, I actually think we could we could field a, a a team that might be able to play with New Mexico State. Lu- um, Louisiana Monroe. I'm looking at this stat has w- had one winning season since 1980. <laughs> Holy crap! One winning season since 1980. That's 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 zero and ten last year. Why is this game happening? <laughs> this is one of the biggest what the fuck game of the weeks. Yeah. Uh, oh but, man, I, what was it? Five hundred k, seven fifty. What are we talking? Nine hundred. How much did? Oh, LSU the paycheck. The paycheck that yeah, they it's, get. It's gotta be like seven fifty. It's gotta be seven fifty. You play in November. It's gotta be like seven fifty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so look, we both have them winning Arkansas and ULM. Final game of the season. I'm curious where you guys are going here because this is in Baton Rouge. A and M comes into Baton Rouge. Patty C, I think you're high on A and M. Are you going Aggies? Give me the Aggies in Baton Rouge. I don't know if this would be their first win in Baton Rouge. I'll have to check on that. Terrell. Um, gosh, I'm not a I'm not a supporter of 
Jimbo Fisher anytime <laughs> yeah. saying them. Uh everybody should know that I don't like Jimbo Fisher in Texas saying them. Um I, I think LSU's gonna pull now? the upset. I think LSU's I think A and M might come even, in. Is, but is this even an upset? Like are this is this even an upset? Like well, is this really even a, are they really that far across different on the spectrum? Like they're I'm, both teams that are just overly rated because they play in the SEC. Like they're not anything really special here. I'm just saying a and M could only have one loss. The schedule breaks nice for him. And, and uh, the final game of the season, people could be talking a and M playoff talk. And I could totally see them going into the Hornets nest with fans. Remember last year, that's another thing. That's another thing we should definitely emphasize here. That's death Valley guys. They didn't have fans last year. That's a huge home field advantage. Yeah. So I I'm on LSU here. I, mean, I just confirmed I, it. I, I think I'm gonna give it to him just because it's senior day. Just because it's senior day, that's probably I'll give it to him. And they they hadn't been on the road since Alabama, so you're going almost a month by this point of staying at home. So yeah, let's go LSU for me. I got him at eight and four. That's that would mean the under. A and M hasn't uh, won in uh, Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge since they joined the SEC. So this would be a first. Before that. They got him in like ninety six or ninety four, I want to say. So I, I got him at eight and four. Patty C, did you have you have him at seven and five, Patty C? Yeah, I don't think they're they're covering him. Terrell, you have him at. Yeah, I have him nine, nine and four. I nine mean and nine four. and three. No, nine, yeah, nine, nine and three. three. So you're on the over. Me and Patty C are on the under. Remember that that, mm. that win total is eight and a half. I'll give you one chance to uh, confirm that, Terrell. You know what? No, I'm gonna stay on the over because of this. Because I think last year was such an anomaly for them. I think that they can still win a good amount of games in the conference with all of these non-conference games outside of UCLA. I think they can sneak in there that last game of the season. It's really watch it come down to Texas A&M, and it's a overtime game. Comes down to the last possession, and they hit the touchdown, win the game. Like yeah, or or it's a Stingley interception in overtime and seals the win, or something like that. Um, I think that I think LSU is going to be better. Nine wins doesn't mean that you're a great football team, but it's you can get to nine wins in the SEC, especially with the amount of non-conference games that they have. No, no, think, no uh, back-to-back away games either for LSU. I find that ironic, Patty C. No, um, they got one. They got that uh, Ole Miss uh, Alabama no, stretch. There's a bye between them. There's a oh, bye wow. between them. That's yeah. a nice schedule yeah, break. No. Yeah, yeah that's definitely a nice schedule break. His regular seasons before at LSU 2017, nine and three, 2018, nine and three, obviously 20, uh, 19, 15 and zero, but then five and five last year. So nine and three seems about what you would expect on average with, from him. So maybe you're right, but I think with new coordinators and the hot seat heating up a little bit and the quarterback situation, not figured out, they're going to slip a little bit. And, I, and I'm were, on the under. I don't feel great about this play because they could. I feel like they could easily beat Mississippi State or UCLA. But at the same time, they could. They could lose the Florida and Ole Miss and A and M. I have them beating A and M on the final game of the season. So I don't know. You figured out. I'm on the under. I don't. This isn't a lock by any means, but I'm on the under. Um. All right, guys. If you're a first time listener to the College Football Experience, make sure you subscribe because we are breaking down all 130 college football teams. Yes, we'll have a podcast out for. Central well, Central Michigan's already out. ULM's already out. Alabama's already out. Pretty much all these teams are already out. If not, if they aren't, then they're gonna be out. Like Texas A and M, Florida, uh, Florida's already out. So yeah, Texas A and M, Mississippi State, all right around the corner. UCLA, right around the corner. 
We got you covered on the college football experience, but also make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause we'll wade and LSU. I don't know if you guys have been paying. I know it's football season cause it's July, but LSU brought back some, I mean, a few players. They got, they went out in the transfer portal, got Xavier Pimps, uh Pinson from Missouri. Um, they, they, they landed Miller from uh, Illinois. It, it's going to be a big year for will Wade. Um, and that, cause they return, they return some key pieces. This team is unbelievably talented. I, I would even say like top 10 talented. Uh, cause can't cam Thomas announced he was coming back. Darius days announced he's coming back. This team, this roster is loaded now. Uh, so subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause we talk college basketball year round and LSU is definitely going to be a team. We're going to emphasize uh, you know, previews talk a lot of will Wade talk. I'm sure <laughs> as the season gets closer, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Um, but yes, me, Patty CNC, Nick, and coming soon. I think we're going to get Terrell making picks, handicapping every single division one college basketball and college football game. Me, Patty CNC, Nick, we're over 500 each and every year. We've never had a losing season. We've done this four years independently. We've never had a losing season. Any right? one of us tail, any one of us, you're going to win. That's what I'm saying. Tell us all together. You're going to win big. And then on locks, we're way over 500. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. Yes. Download that app. It's free in the Google play store or app store it has all of our picks, all of our podcasts, all of our content. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. Terrell writes a lot of great articles over there. You'll be able to get it with one click of a button. You'll have that. And look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. You know, I think I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you leave a nice review in the app store for that SGPN app? If you do give us a five-star review, say some nice things, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D and I'll send you a college football experience t-shirt or college basketball experience t-shirt brand new. Got to do it. Give me a follow as well at the Colby D and make sure you follow Terrell Furman here. I mean, this guy, uh, he writes a lot of great content uh, over on sports Give him a follow on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore. And that's R E L L by the way. Um, Give him a follow. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. The college football experience is now on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at DSGP Network. What else? The Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. Me, Patty C, <laughs> NC Nick, Terrell. We're, we're talking f- sports year round in that thing. Uh, it doesn't matter what the sport is. I'm pretty sure it's, it could be power boat racing. We might have some guy in there talking. Um, just check it out. It's a lot of fun, especially if your if your job is cutting you off from going to, to our yeah. website, which happens sometimes. Slide get, into that, get Slack to that Slack channel. DM, yeah, right? ghost mode, ghost mode. That's right. right. You want to talk to a bunch of fucking idiots? You come to the right place. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you'll you'll win some money. You win some money. So do that. All right, folks. This is the college football experience LSU Tigers season preview. Hold that tiger. We tigers. Well, well, Terrell's tigers. We're on the under. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. <laughs>